Welcome to the Lincoln Way Christian Church Podcast. This live recording is brought to you from our Sunday morning worship service. Don't forget to also check out www.lincolnway.org. And now for this morning's message. So there's a, a core need that you and I have within our marriage relationships, within all of our relationships, but in particular in the marriage relationship, one of the factors, and probably the main factor that we need to have, the uh, 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 characteristic, is that of forgiveness. Forgiveness is, is, is one of those things that the Scriptures talk about time and time again, because we need forgiveness from God, and yet at the same time, we have to bestow forgiveness on one another. At the core of forgiving is giving. Walter Rangman, in his book, talks about this and, and about what does it take to end, up, end in, 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 in having a truly forgiving heart. What do you and I need to do? What is the giving part of it? And so I'm going to very quickly, we're going to look through some, just some, some, some things, and then I'm going to bring up a real-life story. Because, see... A lot of you are going to say, after you hear this right now, you're going to say, yeah, but. You're going to say, but this does not apply to me. You don't understand the pain that I'm in. And I probably don't. But this real life story will come close. So we're going to look at a couple things about giving. Forgiving requires us giving up certain rights. Requires us to give up certain rights. The right to revenge, the right to punish, the right to withdraw, the right to inflict, the right to be self-righteous, the right to say that I am better than. It's about giving up. Look at the scripture. Your attitude should be the same as that of Jesus Christ. This is from Philippians chapter 2. Who being in the very nature God did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but made himself nothing, taking the very nature of a servant and being made in human likeness and being found in the appearance of a man, he humbled himself and became obedient until death, even death on the cross. See, the first part of forgiveness is giving up your rights. In order for you to be forgiven by Jesus Christ, it required Jesus giving up his rights. His right to be God. Jesus gave up that right for you and for me. In order for us to have forgiveness. Secondly, giving notice. It's important for us to give notice. Notice of the sin and its impact. It is letting the person who has hurt you know that this is the sin that you've committed against me. This is the sin. But also, it's not enough to just say the sin. It's the impact of the sin. What that sin did, what what that hurt did in in, in that person's life. It's not enough for you to just say, you know what? I'm sorry I hurt you by, I don't know, screaming at you. (laughs) It's I hurt you that when I screamed at you, I made you feel small and insignificant. See, it's saying, here's the sin you committed. When you did that, when you yelled at me, when you degraded me, you made me feel small and you made me feel insignificant. 
It is saying this is the sin and this is the impact of the sin. Look at Matthew chapter 18, verse 15. It says, if your brother sins against you, go and show him his fault just between the two of you. If he listens to you, you've won a brother over. So it's taking notice. It's not an accusatory thing. Again, we've talked about how to handle conflict a couple of weeks ago. But it's just simply saying, yeah, this is what it was. And this is what happened. The third part is giving grace. Giving grace. Colossians 3.13 says, Make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember the Lord forgave you. So you must forgive others. Wow. Extending grace. Unmerited favor. Giving to the other person what they don't deserve. Extending them the grace that you ask God to give to you. It is reaching and saying, you know what? I'm going to extend grace to you. I'm going to extend that to you. And I'm going to ask a, a, a real life story to come on up. If you guys make your way up here and, and um, want to introduce it. Tom and Linda Gay, um, they uh, have been married for gazillion years okay and then some um when when they met um his words about her is that she's smoking hot you know (laughs) (laughs) here i need you need you over here linda because we need a mic on you okay and i'm I'm just going to interview them and and um uh, right now in our in in church here is just to let you know a little bit um uh, tom serves as an elder here at Lincoln Way Christian Church, okay? He serves as one of our, our, our spiritual leaders. Linda serves as a co-director of Mother's Day Out, and they have uh, three children, three boys, and then God gave some time between there and gave them the angel of their life. <laughs> Nothing personal, Jason. <laughs> uh, Lauren, right? <laughs> so so I, just going to just gonna, just talk. We're, we're sort of like doing the... Um, Oprah thing, hopefully it won't turn into Jerry Springer. Okay. You never right. know. You never know. Um, pardon me? You're, you're so close. Jason, you're, don't do your shirt thing, okay, Jason? All right. Break it up a lot. Yeah. All right. Okay. okay. Tell, tell me a little bit about what your hopes were whenever you first, first got, got married and your first date and all that kind of thing. What were your, sort of your hopes? Get her to marry me and keep her happy. Okay. You know. Okay. And, uh, what about you, Linda? What were you you thinking that well, your life would be? I just, you know, I just thought it would be like we'd live happily ever after, and I just, I like put him on a pedestal, and I met him when I was sixteen, and all I wanted to do was marry Tom. That was my life goal. Like, no. <laughs> it, it, it was great. Life was good. I mean, yeah, we were young and in love, and, and I just it was lots of kids and babies. Uh-huh. That's about really how far I got with it. But yeah. I just just thought everything's going to be great. And, and it was good, wasn't it? For about a year. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, okay, okay. So, so first, you know, first year, uh, not, not from 16, but when you got married. Got married at what, 20? 20. 20, 20 years old, so they're young and in dumb and in love. Uh, okay, okay. So you're, you're, you're young, you're, you're first year, first 18 months or so, things are just good. Peachy. Peachy. Yeah. 
Um, it was like dating, only living together was yeah, awesome. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that was yeah. great. Yeah. We, did, we had good times. Had, yeah, we both had decent jobs and financially we were okay and I just uh, had newly renovated a house and it, it was... It was fun. It was, it was fun. really fun. Yeah. And then things began to change. Children. <laughs> no offense, Jay, but yes. <laughs> things started going no. downhill after kids. It was good. <laughs> no. It was good. I mean, I was proud, man. I, I had we had three boys like right in a row, and uh, and I was proud to have three boys, you know, and, and mm -hmm. it was good. But um, yeah, I, I would say um, that then with the children, um, I'm like uh, uh, financial, you know. Um, Stress, the mm -hmm. stress that was never there before, was there, and then, uh, and uh, all of a sudden, I'm not so happy anymore. Mm -hmm. And and when we talked before, you mentioned about Linda's focus really sort of shifted towards the children. You you felt that, right? right. That, right. that right. her yeah. her that wasn't meeting his needs anymore. Yeah, yeah. so it shifts. Right. To the to the boys, I would come home from work, and the way it used to be, you know, it was, it, well, not that it was all about me, but we, you know, we we <laughs> had more time together, and I kind of liked that and needed that, and uh, and uh, I, I just wasn't getting anything anymore, hard, hardly, you know, because and because I was taking care of three little boys, but I was, you know, being young and selfish and <laughs> stupid, you know, all all those things. Okay. So, so what did you turn to in order to soothe your? Uh, what did you do? Uh, alcohol, taverns, shooting pool. Got in every pool tournament I could be in. Softball, uh, and just hanging, hanging around. Uh, the, the, I, I got my fun out of the tavern, shooting pool, and playing softball. Okay, so now, so, so now, now I'm starting to get happy again. Okay, you're you're happy. You're away from who? The stress, right? Everything. The stress. Okay. Now I'm becoming real unhappy. Oh, really? <laughs> okay, so, so this little shift. The, the shift is now you're you're wondering what's going on. Yeah. All right. And and in the, and in because this because he's not coming home at night. Okay. Many nights. Many nights. Many nights. He felt very entitled to stay out in the bars and drink and mm -hmm. you know. I, I was having fun. He was having fun, and I wasn't having any you fun. Having fun. And I just wanted someone to help me with the kids and be there and mm -hmm. you know. But someone to love you. Yeah, someone to love me. I still and, loved. I still and, loved her. And when he did drink, he wasn't a nice person. When he okay. came home, he was he was mean. Okay, so and that was very hard too. So, so there's this. The alcohol, alcohol leads to other things such as meanness, yeah. cruelty, um, uh, and boundaries breaking, and things like that yeah. that can can happen whenever alcohol gets way involved in a family's life. Right. So, so, so you're, you're, how, how long a period are we talking here? Are we talking, you know, this went on for maybe two or three days, or is this a, mm -hmm. was this a season that went on for a few years? Like 10? Ten. 10 years. So 10 I'll, years. I'll say, but from uh, 25 to 35. From the time you were 25 to the time you were 35. That, and you're, you're oh. not, not going to say, you were 22 to 20. 32 or, tw right. or 14 to 24, something like that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so, so for 10 years, this is sort of unrelenting. 
Is it? I mean, is, is that oh, how you would say it was sort on, of ongoing? Ongoing. It's just a habitual. It was a cycle. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it would be time. We would call it time screwed up. You know what I mean? Uh, like okay. he would come home drunk, and then mm -hmm. he'd be worthless the next day, and then I'd mm -hmm. be mad, and then I would not talk for days, and then things would be okay, and then the weekend would come, and he worked hard, and he was entitled to go out and drink again, and it would just go on. A vicious on. circle. Yeah. Now, now you would do the. Would, would you do the? Oh, I'm so sorry. After you had. Oh, you oh yeah. Had, yeah. Oh, he was every, real good at that. Every time, I was a pro at saying <laughs> I'm sorry. You know. Okay. Trying to trying to get her back. Try to get her back. Mm -hmm. So um, so. You're you know you're in say year ten of this and and Linda you're saying what to yourself? I'm saying I think it was he had. I guess I had just had it, you know, you, have, mm. you never know when your breaking point's going to be, and um, he'd done the same old stuff that he'd done for 10 years, mm -hmm. and <clears throat> I had said before, like, I can't take it. Well, I, you know, that became habitual, too, so he probably mm. never had any reason to believe mm. me when I finally did say it. So one night, he had done the usual and come home, and I said, I just sat there, and actually, it was little Doug. It, Doug was little, and he was mm. sitting on the couch, and... He just looked so sad, and I had really nothing left to give. I just looked at Doug, and I knew he needed me to sit by him or be his mom like he needed to be. I was done. I was just so drained. I had no more reserves left, you know. And I knew for my kids' sake that was wrong, you know. I knew that I needed to be there, and I needed to, to give more. And, and finally, I just had to decide, that's it. I am so done. I am so done. I want a divorce. And I'm the type of person, I have a lot of patience, but when I reach my breaking point, I'm, mm. I, when I make a decision, I go at it 110%. So, so as far as you were concerned, I wanted to the, party's over. the party's over. This we are over. done. I, I, I've got a path. I'm on yeah. the path. And actually, as soon as I said it, I felt like a new person. Oh, okay. I was like, wow. I, right. I knew I could do this. Before, for years, I was afraid. Mm. I was afraid. I couldn't do this. You know? mm. I thought, you know, I can do this. I, and I felt actually relieved. Mm -hmm. And there must have been something in me that convinced him because when I told him, he knew that night that I meant business. That, that was it. We were done. We're, all right. So that's, you're 35 years old. You basically said this is over. And you're, you're devastated. I'm, I'm like, what, what's the problem? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know I didn't know it was that bad you know three, still had three great kids and you know things were okay okay you're yes. happy you were at the tavern you were at the pool and all and you were at the but but I I, I I knew things were I, I knew she wasn't happy okay so what happened next How, where's what 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 happened next? No, well, that's when Tom has a best friend named Rich Bell, and um, they had said they had they were going to church, and they had said um, he he remained a Christian. Yeah, he was a Christian, and, and we praying. found out later they were always praying for us, always praying for us, and they always invited us to come to their church, and um, we always said no, no, no. Mm. And now we had both grown up in the church and had accepted. Like, I accepted Jesus at 10, and I don't know how old were you. You were pretty young, too. 12. 12. And had stayed really going to church and everything um, right up until the day we were married. And mm -hmm. then we moved farther away, and then we just kind of stopped going to Got church. Got away. 
And, and all this, too, a lesson to me is church is great and church is coming together. Is a, you know, on Sunday morning you're charged, but what, what you'll hear later is really the essence of it is what we realized is that mm. it's the relationship mm. that, you know, was missing. I mean, we only knew church on a child level, mm. just going and attending. So anyways, um, well, you can tell them how Rich Bell called. Yeah, he, he asked, asked, uh, mm -hmm. asked Abe. There's a guy, an evangelist guy coming to church, and we we'll want you guys to come and hear this guy. And uh, as soon as she said that, I'm like, man, I'm, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. So, you know, but kind of always had God on the, on the back burner when I needed him, mm -hmm. you know. And you needed him. Man. <laughs> so I prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed. So I told Rich Bell, I said, yeah, I'm going I'm to go with you. We'll, we'll go to church. And uh, so I'm praying to God, help me, you know. Yeah, right, right. Oh, man, and um, so, so we went to church, and I just said, um, if God does this for me from this day on, I will do everything Sort of like the movie The that End. I'm supposed Remember to the movie do. The right, End? Right, right, right. We're uh, making deals. Yeah, making right, the deals. Right. I'm making deals. I said, God, if you, yeah, if you take care of this for me, I will be right from this day on. And you're and going so to... I, so that, that's all I did was continually pray from the time she said you wanted a divorce to the time I went to church. And it seemed like everything that that guy was saying that day was me. Now, but you went to church for a whole I, different reason, oh, I right? Had, I had a whole different reason for going to church because, uh, like I told you, I was so done. Uh, and he came to me crying, and um, he's like, could we go? Could we go? And I thought, you know what? Yeah, we'll go. You know why? I know why we'll go. Because his brother attended church. Rich Bell attended church. His sister attended church there. This was over in Dalton. I thought, that way, in person, I can tell the whole family at one time I am done. And I won't have to make the phone call, do it over mm. the phone. I can just say it. So I'm like, fine, we'll go. And that's why I went. She's an efficiency expert. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this goes way back. I mean, she is, she's going to do this efficiently. All right. He's broken. That was my purpose, though, to go. She's done. Okay. You're in church. What happens there? Right. Uh, praying, crying, um, still doing everything I could to keep her from leaving mm -hmm. you know and um, and it was a it was a started a a, a, a series of things that the minister came back because uh, Rich Bell mm -hmm. asked if this guy could come down and talk to me and so we talked and then uh, some friends of theirs at church started a Bible study because it's like okay now now I'm clean or going to try to live a obedient life now, you know, and I've made this commitment to God and uh, made this deal with myself and uh, try to keep Linda. And it's like, uh, then I walked out of church and it's like, boy, what now? Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. I, I don't know what to do. And, uh, but so that they had, they had some friends, they started a Bible study. So through the, through them helping me through me wanting to change, trying to keep Linda and uh, it was a ongoing from then, just an ongoing relationship with God. That and and me and me having to quit drinking the pool softball. You know, I mean, I still play softball. So. Uh, yeah. 
But, but, but you, you went to, to get rehabbed and on, yeah. on the drinking, and yep. you, you decided, you know, I do need to take care of that piece of that. Yes. Yeah, you, you, alcohol you, was the hardest thing to for, quit, quit, kick, you know. Now, what happened to you, Linda, in, in, the, in that service? Well, that day, when I was sitting next to him, I think he, he's kind of, he gets all upset. But he, you, had a, you had a very real personal response to God there. Because Ian Leach, he was the name of the evangelist. That's how mm. much he impacted both of us. Remember. And he came over to you. Do you remember all that? Mm -hmm. And he was praying with you. And while Tom was having his own personal re re revival with God, God's, mm. and I really still could have almost cared less at that point. You know, mm. I saw that happening. I could tell he was very repentant. But then God spoke to me. And God started his own personal revival in my heart. And that's where the church part came in. And that I had always gone to church ever since I was little. My grandparents brought us and everything. And then it just, it's like, it was like a light bulb moment for me that it's really not about the church. It's awesome to come every Sunday, but it's really about a relationship with God. Mm -hmm. And so he started working in me. And at that mm -hmm. point, I just thought, you know what? I just want God in my life and I want mm -hmm. Jesus in my life. And so we did go home that day. And Tom, the first thing he did, well, first of all, God just quieted my soul. Mm -hmm. And I was just going to watch what happened. Because, you know, I've lived 10 years of, I won't do this again. Mm -hmm. So it's really hard right. when mm -hmm. constant things, promises are broken mm -hmm. over and over again. Mm -hmm. It's very, very hard to believe somebody. Right. So um, he did the next day, though, call a doctor and go get help for his drinking. Mm -hmm. And then... Um, we kept continuing to go there every, mm. every Sunday, and mm. God was working on both of us. Both so, of us. so, you see, there's a difference. There's just, just a subtle thing she said there, but a very, very important thing. There's a difference between forgiveness and trust, isn't there? Forgiveness is free. Trust is earned. So she's letting God do work in her. Mm -hmm. She's hopeful not convinced, right? Mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. She's heard this before. I've heard this before. And so he's repented, but now he's going into doing some of the, to the works to regain trust. You see the difference? I think it's very important for all of us to see that the difference there. Forgiveness is free, trust is earned. And over time, the trust comes back. Mm -hmm. But note, the other thing that is super important to not miss is the, the only way to be able to forgive is to have that personal relationship with Jesus Christ because in that personal relationship with Jesus Christ is where you receive your forgiveness. And if you talk to them today, because I'm going to have to... The, when I when I've noted I've talking with you because you've been my friends you know I've known you for eight years and 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 um and is 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 where your focal point is is your your focal point right now is where would you say your focal point right now is? God God where's your focal point it is God see they're 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 not looking for the other one to fill them they recognize that if they're going to have their best relationship between these two they're got to have the best relationship between these two. Right. Okay? Do you see? You see the, 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 the criticalness of that? 
that, that, that is the huge thing here. Because see, if, if the focus is, Tommy, uh, you know, Tommy's not getting his needs met by Linda, and the focus is Linda not meeting her needs, then there's strife, and then they're stupid. Right, and, and that still happens. I would love to sit yeah. here and say mm-hmm. we'll be married 32 years and everything is wonderful. And we worked it out, and no, just yesterday, we just had like Satan come in and attack because he obviously didn't want anybody to hear this, mm. and so he's just constantly, just in our marriage, just trying to do mm. whatever. But, but, but the, uh, through through my relationship with Christ, the extent of the sin and things mm. are much much less. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, but, it, but, it, but still, there's, there's like she said, she, I had to apologize to her yesterday, and she had to apologize to me last Monday. Brought which something. Is pretty hard for me. Yeah, Linda, <laughs> not, she, it's not in her, well, in her, it's not in her nature to say, say she's sorry. Julie, no, no, right, but it, it <laughs> happened Monday. <laughs> she said she was sorry on Monday, so I thought. Hey, and Tom was, wrote it on the that calendar. That was great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it has now become a holiday at their house, and. Yeah. Um, I guess I just we've been through everything. It, it hasn't just been that. There's been other stuff in our marriage too. There's there's my oldest son. Yeah. Great yeah. get lost for a while and he's back. I no. love you, man. Yeah, we've we've had some hard times with the boys and and you know, to be honest, it's 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 not over yet. I I thought that, you know, everything else that we've been through is hard. And now, you know, I prayed for God to have mm. a Christian husband. And I get up every morning and it's just, Tom, it's awesome. He's sitting out there and he's reading the Bible and he's praying and he's an elder. And like that was like a miracle compared to where we were in our early marriage. If I ever thought Tom would have been in the church and an elder, like that's just like immeasurably more. And then, Thank God. and then all everything, and then Tom gets a mess. Mm. And I'm like. Okay, wow, you know. Mm. So we're not done. We're yeah. committed to the end. We're committed to death do us part mm-hmm. because we take our vows seriously. But we have a whole new challenge now. Yeah. We got the, we've got we done the richer, poorer, <laughs> better, worse. Now we're on sickness and health. You know? <laughs> so. <laughs> See, it's not the life all, all smooth and, and, you know, all happily ever after, but it's the commitment that they have one to another. But more importantly, it's the commitment that they have they to have Jesus to Christ because right. that's what keeps them in the game. Right. We always that's say we never know how we get off track. 32 years of marriage, and we can get whacked out, and we really, well, we kind of know, you know, you've said this to me. You, yeah. We kind of know, but we know what gets us back. Right. And it's right. that day, we, last we, Tuesday. We, we, we get separated. You know, she gets cold. I don't talk to her. But but I I stay in, in the, the word, word every day, and then it's like you know I'm being a, this is not what God wants. This is kind of a, being a phony Christian mm-hmm. if I'm if I'm not getting along with my wife. Right. So it's so we had to say hey we're not we're not being biblical by the way we treat each other. And it was Tuesday last Tuesday that when I was reading God's word, and I knew I had to call time at work. Yeah. So it's, so, so it's that connection with God that right. brings us. That brings back. us back. Right. 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 That's how we always right. get back. That's right. it in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I want to thank them for um, sharing their story. That took some cut guts, huh? Huh? Right. Oh. I'm, I'm, I'm just here to help. Oh yeah. <laughs> Forgiveness is tough. Okay? 
but it comes through a relationship with Jesus Christ. And the reason that Tom and Linda are able to forgive one another is because of that relationship with Jesus Christ. And they're going to lean on each other because you just saw them. Okay? Jesus is the first one who forgave. He gave up his rights. He gave notice. He says, look, you're a bunch of sinners out there. And the impact is that the relationship between the Heavenly Father and you is broken. That's the impact. And you've sinned, and here's how you've done it. But here's the impact. The relationship's broken. But then Jesus, through the death on the cross, extends grace. He extends grace to you and to me. 